Hi there. This week's question is, what is a high-end computer? My name is Steve. This is Takeaway Weekly. This is in response to California's new energy laws as well as energy laws elsewhere. And I'm going to start breaking this apart because a lot of this stuff that I'm looking at seems to be uh, correlation and causation issues. So, recently we heard that they were banning sales of high-end computers like Dell's Aurora R12 from their Alienware line, even though it shows that it can be outfitted with a thousand watt power supply, which I'll get into a little bit because that is an interesting piece of information that a lot of people seem to be ignoring. Um, so a lot of the people being penalized because of these laws are gamers. That is the part that we need to focus on. And what is the reasonable gaming computer? Well, how about we start with that one? So we're talking things like quad cores or graphics cards like in the Nvidia series that terminate in a 50 or a 60 or better. We're talking about uh, 16 to 32, maybe 64 gigs of RAM and a 80 plus rated power supply, which is also important since 80 plus power supplies are also more power efficient than your cheaper counterparts put into a lot of pre-builds. So if we're talking about a processor that has four native cores or more, we're talking about a processor that can achieve more tasks per second. If we're talking about a graphics card that has at least enough VRAM to render for the amount of pixels on your screen and a good enough graphics processor to be able to render your games at 60 FPS or better, we're talking about something that's reasonable. Power supplies that are rendering power efficiently also use less power and RAM doesn't have too much of an effect on the computer. So, I'm talking about energy-wise. And this would allow most people to game, and that's fine. You know, the way gaming is set up in computers isn't all that heavy compared to rendering. Are there a few valid points in having better hardware? So for more professional uses, film editing, uh, rendering of animations, of all that, especially smaller studios that don't have the money to buy professional hardware, Better hardware is more capable and in the right hands, doesn't take as long to render compared to cheaper computers that California seems to be shoving down their throat, which is gonna bite them in the end. If you imagine electricity like flowing water, you can imagine that the longer the task takes, the more energy is required to flow. So the same task if in a high-end computer taking 15 seconds takes significantly less power than if the computer Next to it, which is a lot slower, takes two minutes or half an hour. That's a lot more power being used, even if you would think the higher end computer is using more power. It's one of those correlation causation things where you think you're right because that computer uses more power, but it doesn't use that same amount of power over the same amount of time, meaning that you can't actually use that argument. Also, power supplies are never pinned to their maximum rated. So if we're talking about Dell dropping from whatever they were at down to a thousand, it means that that entire headspace that they had wasn't necessary and therefore wasn't being used. What is essentially happening, happening is that Dell's dropping the power supply wattage, but it also is not making the computer more efficient. It's making it less efficient because depending on where it is in the curve for the 80 plus, and 80 plus does have an efficiency curve, 
they may have reduced the efficiency at the same time by doing that. So we also know that if we're in the most efficient part of the power supply and that our tasks are purpose-built to the computer or to the other way around, that we're gonna use less power over time and therefore we're gonna be more power efficient. But then there's other things that you have to keep, to keep in mind. Uh, gaming requires the end user to be in front of the computer. Word processing is taking two. Some rendering might take longer than the user is willing to stay in front of the computer. But for the most part, there's a task, there's a finite amount of time this task takes, and that's it. So, if we're gaming, you turn it on when you're there, you turn it off when you leave. Word processing is essentially the same thing. Uh, rendering animation for like YouTube or movies or whatever, like. That's also something, it's a finite amount of tasks, you're not doing it all, 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 all the time. And while I understand that places like California are trying to reduce their carbon footprint by reducing the amount of energy demand on their network, they kind of have it backwards. Everything's going digital. We're gonna end up using more power over time. We're gonna have to be more efficient with how we use the power, but also learn how to create more power in a way that is not going to be detrimental to the environment. The biggest carbon footprint right now has nothing to do with professional users and has nothing to do with your gamers. It has to do with crypto miners. Now you could say that a crypto miner is a professional user, but I don't think so. Like they might be professionals in their skill, their skill sets, but I won't count them as professional since no, that we're not talking about people building entertainment or engineering or whatever. We're talking about people generating money in a way that is not efficient at all. So the law as it's written is targeting the wrong group and should be targeting crypto miners. Now the problem in California has to do with the power grid. Crypto miners are affecting the power grid and affecting all the users. There is a way to deal with that that doesn't necessarily punish the people down below, and that is to use a sliding scale on the power usage costs. Meaning that you set up a scale where most people get to live inside that scale, never be affected whatsoever. Rich, poor, whatever. If you don't crypto mine, and this is how much power your house is supposed to use per, per day, per week, per month, per year, then fine. You don't have a cost increase whatsoever relative to you because you're not using that much power. However, crypto mining uses a lot more power than most people typically use. Not just because they're using more graphics cards. Yes, that does count. But they also end up having more rigs, meaning they're using more power in that way. And they also require cooling significant amount of cooling. Chubby Emu actually has an episode where the, the guy actually loses consciousness inside of the room, being in a room that's doing crypto mining. So you can imagine that if you're not cooling a warehouse, how bad it is for the employees. So if we're talking about having to cool and power every single one of those rigs in order to crypto mine things like Arithium, those are the people that should be paying more. And this would force them to go into more greener pastures of power like solar and wind. And then that might actually reduce the load. But if they don't do that, it will cost them more 
and they can end up flipping the bill for upgrading the power network inside of California and other places. Those are the people that should be punished, not the gamer who wants to buy a standard Aurora R12, which apparently is never gonna use the top part of the power supply, and therefore whoever made the law is using correlation and causation wrong, and has no idea what they're talking about, especially when it comes to technology. So, I hope you liked this episode, but if you didn't dislike this episode, and if you dislike it, you're probably one of those politicians pushing this, if you think someone else can benefit from this, share it. Otherwise, you can drop your comments down below. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions for questions, ask at tqwayweekly.com or go to my website, tqwayweekly.com, where you can see show notes on this episode, past others, find other ways to subscribing, and of course, use the contact form and email me directly. And if you want to see me play video games, I am now streaming again Friday, Saturday, Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Thank you for watching and goodbye.